Um, let's start the show. Okay. So good morning, gang. Yeah, it's welcome to uh, Drawing for Tattooers. Hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Uh, so this morning we've got Harriet and we've got Stephen. So great to have you both. Uh, oh, and then uh, we just got somebody else here, Elise. Very cool. Um, yeah. So uh, I hope everybody is doing well this morning. It's uh, it's the end of December. Yes. We are um, we are hurtling towards the end of the year. Good morning, Elise. Good morning. <laughs> right on time, Spirit. Yeah, yeah, right on time. Yeah, we've got Spirit. <laughs> Spirit's getting ready to join. So while everybody's uh, everybody's getting in the room, hey, Spirit. Cool. Hi, Spirit. Uh, hey, guys. How you doing? I'm at work today. Hey. Cool. Yeah. Looks like yeah, Stephen's at work today too. So you gonna you guys uh are you guys oh you're gonna be tattooing today, Spirit? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, cool. I'll just be uh, here just listening. Awesome. Well, that's, so I, I'm, I'm glad a, you could join art class every Monday. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, customer. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you got no, a good, great. good artist there. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. You got a great tattooer there. So, um, <laughs> well, uh, while we're getting, while we're all getting set up, I'm going to do our announcements and stuff. Yeah. And you so sure. again, Good morning, gang, and welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are invited to join in these weekly live events and streams. Um, uh, our goal is to inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Uh, so uh, we beam out nearly every single day, and with your help and participation, We've become a quality network of on-demand and live uh, tattoo and art shows. So um, uh, you can you can always find out more at reinventingthetattoo.com. And I'm gonna uh, let's see. I think I can share this screen. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna uh -oh. share my screen with you. No, we're good. But I'm gonna share. I want to share the uh, the home page homepage of the mothership here. Yeah, cool. So yeah, reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, you can always find out more about um, uh, these shows as well as um, uh, learn about the Reinventing the Tattoo canon and Reinventing the Tattoo uh, uh, educational uh, products here and content here at reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, you can also find us at all of the major um, app stores, right? So Apple App Store, Google Play Store. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, and a Roku channel. Um, so we're on all the time. You can always find our content. Um, and uh, you can also find us on the major podcast directories as well, uh, Apple and Spotify. Uh, but remember, no matter where you find us, you can always catch the latest and greatest at reinventingthetattoo.com. So uh, we have a number of weekly stable shows. Um, so beginning on Sundays at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we have uh, the Sunday Skill Building Drawing Group, hosted by Jason Leeser. 
On Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, we have Drawing for Tattooers. That's this show, hosted by me, James Wisdom. Uh, that's followed at 11 by the Tattoo Weekly, uh, hosted by Jake Meeks, Lauren Gregory, and Gabe Ripley. Uh, on, at 9, a, 9 p.m., 9 p.m., uh, we have the Subscribers Exclusive Drawing and Exercise Group, hosted by Guy Atchison and Sandy McAndrew. And tonight, there's a special guest, uh, Ty McEwen. Ty McEwen will be doing a special biomechanical uh, uh, lesson tonight for all the subscribers. So if you're interested in learning more about biomechanical tattoos and designing them, um, you know, subscribe and check out the uh, check out tonight's episode with uh, Ty McEwen. So Tuesdays uh, at, uh, <clears throat> at 10, AM, we have the Tuesday Fields Drawing Group, hosted by Ricardo Sturdivant. Wednesdays at 1 p.m., we have the Tattoo Now Show. And Thursdays at 6 p.m., we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast, hosted by Fawn Baker. Um, well, usually there's a calendar here for you to check out, you know, uh, what's going on. Ah, but here's our event schedule. So if you're interested in joining any of these weekly streams, uh, you can find links here to, to zoom in and uh, participate. But of course, you can also find us on, uh, on YouTube. So um, yeah, let's, let's scroll down here. Yeah, this is, uh, tat this is uh, Reinventing the Tattoo. So there's all, kinds of, uh, there's all kinds of content here and you can even ask a guy some questions. But let's, uh, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we'd like to thank Tattoo Now. Tattoo Now uh, is technology for tattooers, leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. Um, they have uh, mailing lists and CRM software as well. So uh, be sure to check out Tattoo Now for all of your tattoo technology needs. Um, we'd also, of course, like to thank uh, Guy Atchison for being the founder and inspiration behind reinventedthetattoo.com. Uh, you can learn more about Guy Atchison at GuyAtchison.com, where you can uh, purchase original oil paintings, prints, coil machines, as well as the Biomech Encyclopedia. Very uh, immense collection of biomechanical art and tattoos. Um, it's an incredible book. So if you're interested in that subject, be sure to check out... Uh, the Biomech Encyclopedia. So of course you can learn more at guyatchison.com. And so, uh, yeah, that's, I think with that, we did it. Hey, <laughs> we did it. Good hey, good morning, everybody. So great to have everyone here today. So. Morning, Amber. Morning, Amber. Good morning, I almost didn't make it, I overslept. <laughs> uh, I know what that's like, but I'm I'm so glad you're I'm so glad you're here. It's um it's great to have uh the gang and you know um it's been it's been a hell of a year. We're we're really this is going to be the last show until January, right? <laughs> so yeah. so we're you know and that'll be on like the second <laughs> January second, you know. Um, the You're first, the day uh, first Monday, no, no right. The day after mm. Christmas, um, 
Well, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping to do some travel and to, you know, to see family and stuff for Christmas. That's the, the plan. And I hope, I hope, I really hope that you all get to do, you know, the same. And, um, but at least, you know, take the, take the day off, right. It'll be, you know, take the, you know, take the, uh, take the time, do something, you know, do something that you want with it. Right. That's, that's really important. Um, but, uh, so we'll be back on uh, January, I believe it's January 2nd. I'll just check my calendar, but I'm pretty sure that that's the, you know, the first Monday of the, of the new year. Uh, here's calendar. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday the 2nd, that's my plan is to be back there with, uh, hopefully with all of you all. So cool. anyway, um, so how was everyone's week? Lots of drawing, lots of lots of work, lots of lots of busy. production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finals. Busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, does anybody have anybody have any work or like you know drawings they'd like to share? Love to take a moment and you know go through what what everybody has. Ah, uh, I can see if I can not have technical difficulties this time Love it. and uh i can show one of my fine or a couple <clears throat> of my finals yeah i'd love to see it uh let's see share disabled james oh, let me did in. I, did I, did I disable it here let's see. let me um, in uh let's see all participants can share. Try that now. Awesome. Okay. Let me get this lined up real quick. While you're doing that, I'm gonna try to wanna say hey to the chat. There's always um we've always gotten some there we go. Yeah, good morning, <laughs> chat. So everyone live on watching us live on YouTube or Facebook. Okay. It's great to have you. And Elise, you're up. Alrighty. So basically one of my finals was to recreate an already existing uh, item. So I chose this uh, Art Nouveau like wicker chair. I need uh, that chair. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll 3D print it for you. Oh, that would be awesome. But yeah, so this That's is how- dope. It ended up turning out. so beautiful. It's a royalty. It looks like a throne. <laughs> what was your inspiration for it? Uh, I, so the, the inspiration was the, the photos of it. So this was literally the only photo I could find of it on Google. There's only one. I did so many reverse searches and stuff to try to find like what the back or the bottom looked like. But this is, this is about it uh, that you can find. So I had to do a lot of problem solving to try and figure out how to construct it. Um, so this one might end up on my portfolio next semester. Uh, oh my goodness, my mouse just stopped working. Okay. But yeah, so this is one of my finals that I did. And let's see. I also did, ah, I did a chandelier also. Art Nouveau chandelier. Whoops. Ooh. There we go. This one also might go in my uh, portfolio when I 
there there were some details I wasn't able to get into it for finals week, but it was enough to uh, to be able to present. <laughs> but um, I want to get more like of the etchings into these. These are supposed to be fig leaves, but I was only able to get like the silhouette of them in. So I'll, I might be putting them into a sculpting program uh, to get some of those details in there for. Uh, I want to go into uh, furniture modeling. So like, you know, Crate and Barrel or like Ikea, they do uh, online visualizations of their products. So uh, I would like to go into something like that after I graduate. So yeah, I think those are my my two best. Well, they're stunning. <laughs> yeah, those were, those were stunning works. Yeah. Thanks, Spirit. Well, when I do pottery, I know who's <laughs> designing my furniture. <laughs> Yeah, it's too bad you had to pick such easy things. <laughs> I kind of sh no. I shot myself in the foot because I had a lot of uh, a lot of life happened over the semester, so I had to like cram stuff in, and I didn't really get it as done as I wanted to get it. But <laughs> yeah. thank you. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, it's those were incredible. And I hope, you know, like we all need it. We all need work. You know what I mean? So I'm glad you have like this sort of trajectory that you have planned out. But I, I mean, those, those are like, that's art. You know what I mean? You just create <laughs> art also. Those are art. And I hope that you continue this sort of fine art practice as well. Um, and uh, because I, I think they could be very fruitful, you know, just mm -hmm. for all of us. You know what I mean? Like hopefully success mm -hmm. for you, but like it, it would bring something good to the world. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, yeah, this, yeah, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, any other, any other take or yeah, go to follow after that. that. <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard act to follow. Yeah, Sorry. That's, I was just thinking, I got Christmas cards I made, but they're, they're oh, nothing. I want to see them. Fun. All right. Here's one. Oh, beautiful. Nice. And you open up inside, and there's a piece of vellum and some patterned paper, and it says "Happy Holidays." Oh, it's so cute! This is just a postcard one. Oh, so you write on the back. Mm. Very intricate. How did you make that one? The one with the with the tree. Um, painter's tape. Excellent. I used after I let the background dry because they're all watercolor. Mm -hmm. After I let the background dry, I just put on painter's tape and painted the stem in the middle. Let that dry, and then I put on more painter's tape for the boughs and painted them in, and then took it off. Nice. I have another example here. Oh, these are lovely. Thank you. Then I have an abstract one here. <laughs> Killer. Do you tailor your cards to the person that's getting them? Yes. Oh, I like nice. to make the card in their style. Uh -huh. mm. So they have a piece of art for a present, not only a card. Yes. <laughs> and these are going in boxes of cookies. Oh, wonderful. Because I make like 36 dozen cookies a year for Christmas. Can we all be your friend and you send us Christmas cards? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
yeah. New people get added to the list every year. That's very nice. Those are great. Yeah. Um, I swear I'm done this time. I swear. <laughs> I keep being like, oh no, I need to make like three more. Oh no, I need to make one more. Oh, I do the exact same thing, Amber. I cook, uh, I make Christmas cookies too. And uh, I let all the varmints at my school eat them. <laughs> <laughs> right now, all the Christmas cookies are being baked, put in containers, and then hidden in my room from the grandchildren. Because <laughs> they have figured out how to climb. For me, it's hiding them from my dad. <laughs> He's the cookie monster of the house. It's so awesome. No, it's... Yeah, it's like, it's it's so much effort to do. And it's so it's, I mean, it's like, you know, it's admirable. And it's also like, it would be this really, you know, exciting thing to receive these gifts. So I think that's, I think it's a beautiful gesture. I really do. And a great way to sort of put your, you know, like your gifts, you know, to give back. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, a, it's really something that like, uh, you know, I admire, I I hope to, I hope to, you know, to be like you, Amber. <laughs> I really do. I really you, do. you don't want to live awesome. a day in this head. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's, uh, I think that's a, a very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And, um, you know, They're gorgeous. Yeah, they are very gorgeous. Thank so, you. Yeah. That'll be, that'd be a really great present. So thank you. Yeah. Any other, any other, uh, who wants to show off? wants to show what they got i've got a tattoo i'd like to get some looks at i just want to check it out, it out. yes Absolutely. please uh, cool i don't know what the glare looks like on this Ooh. Ooh. good morning kyle in the chat you should join yeah. us <laughs> yeah morning kyle um yeah, Steven, they're badass. Um, so is it a uh, wow. is it is it uh, Bella Lugosi as the as those monsters or is it um? Or those are both Boris Karloff. That's Boris right. Karloff. Or is Karloff? I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. But yeah, the, yeah, those are great. Yeah. Um, so you're going? Is this the is this the design for the tattoo or is this tattoo all done? Uh, this tattoo I just completed. Uh, the Frankenstein's healed. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. Badass, um, Stephen. Mm -hmm. Awesome. This is uh, this is like what I'm really trying to trying to do on a regular basis. Is this? How long uh, did that take? Like how many sessions? So um, I did it in two sessions. I did the Frankenstein uh, in one day. And that was, I want to say I spent probably six hours of tattooing on that. And then um, to my surprise, I tattooed the mummy in like three and a half hours. Wow. I thought it would take longer, but uh, also put in like, a lot of prep work into it before I came in, so. Nice. Yeah, I, I often wonder, your prep work is what, twice as long as the actual tattooing, three times as long as the actual tattooing? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know exactly 
was going to add to it. Um, and I ended up doing this double Boris thing, but I probably spent like two hours getting ready for the, for the mommy tattoo. Yeah. Really was amazing. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful work, Stephen. And so, yeah, no, I, uh, um, I don't see any reason why you, you know, like couldn't do lots more of this sort of thing. Seems like it would be very desirable to have, especially this level of quality. Um, so. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you no, of course, man. About you, do you know if there's a, like, uh, like a term for this style of art? Like I was looking at like some vintage posters from like the thirties and forties. It's almost like a, I don't, don't want to sound stupid, but it sounds like a, maybe like a three color process or something like it's really limited color palette on these things so uh and it's got like solid spot blacks in it is that a is that a specific type of uh print that they were doing back then or um maybe even still is there a, is there a specific name for this uh i i couldn't i couldn't speak to it you know precisely it sounds like you're onto something though it really does sound like that's that seems very logical I feel like I've, I've heard a name for it. I mm -hmm. can't remember what it is, but it is specific to that three color style of printing. Yeah, but it's so, you know, so you're. It wouldn't be sepia like tone, would it? <clears throat> no, it? that would be more one tone. Oh, okay, gotcha. It seems like it's really tr it translatable, you know, into tattoos and stuff. So, um, mm -hmm especially with the color, it's, it's really nice. You know what I mean? I think that, uh, um, uh, and limiting your palette, you know, limiting the palette can be such a powerful tool. You know what I mean? Because it can become so overwhelming with, you know, having every, you know, color that you have out at the same time. Um, how many colors did you, I'm just asking curiously, like how many colors did you end up using for the Frankenstein, for example? Uh, so for the Frankenstein, I used black, there's the orangish color in the lettering that I used. Um, we got two purples for the background, but the greens uh, were, there were two greens, or it was a green and a yellow, excuse me. And um, I put two caps, the yellow out, and I just mixed the same green down like a mid-tone and used um, basically two colors for the Frankenstein. The greens basically only, it, it's a green and a yellow and that's it. Yeah, terrific. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Well, so uh, you know, I think what I would what I would just point to is like the strength of the strength of the piece is really in the value. You know what I mean? So it's like so you had the accurate sort of structural, you know, the line work that held it together, and then the value, all the sh you know, all the dark shading, really lets us know like where the light is. You know how the forms are. You know, sort of described. So you know, um, again, as long as the, as long as the color, like, matched the value, you know what I mean? If you didn't go, if you didn't, like, go way out of, way out of, like, uh, you know, uh, order with that, it works. And you could, you know, you could color it any color, but, you know, we're used, to, I think, you know, green for Frankenstein makes a lot of sense. And that was probably, you know, it was probably, like, your reference was green or something like that, right? Sure. So, yeah, it's, you know, it was just well executed, you know, not, it, you know, not overthought and um, yeah, this it's, it's awesome. So the mummy, so what about that one? Did you, um, 
Did you go with like a similar strategy for that? Yeah, I had um, uh, black and then I picked out the, I, the reference for the mummy was green also. And I thought it looked cool. And my client said that he'd prefer a sand color because of it being in a desert. So uh, I picked out, I thought it was a great idea. I picked out um, a sand color and then uh, basically a, a darker tone. And I used the skin tone for the, for the highlighted areas. Um, so I used a, a brown and a sand and a skin tone and black. And that was it outside of the purple background. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So there's a, there's a contrast there. I think, you know, sort of a warm, you know, the warm yellow of the, you know, the sand, you know, the, those, they're, they're kind of have a, they have a sort of a yellowish feel to it. And then the violet, right. The purple background, it's sort of really, you know, so they, they really start to work together and green and, and purple too. Those are, you know, um, it's my favorite again, color combination, yellow good combination. They work so dynamically together. Yeah, no, I, uh, so I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure if you, you know, like, again, so it sort of, it happened a little bit that way, but at the same time, everything, you know, uh, everything really seems to, to interact well. They seem to, you know, they seem to work really well. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's super impressive. And like, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I I, I want a tattoo like like you, Stephen. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, excellent work, dude. Seriously, um, I appreciate. It. Yeah, no, man. That's it was that's great. Um, so yeah, did you get a chance to see it? it? Oh, you want to see it? Yeah, did you get a chance to see it, Spirit? Yeah, show, show off. Oh yeah, it. I saw it. I saw it. The Frankenstein. Oh, okay. it was great. It looked really good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, dude. So yeah, no, excellent. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and hopefully you're coming tonight to the to the drawing group with uh, Ty McEwen, right? So, yeah, I am. Yes, excellent. Yeah, that's going to be looking forward to that. It's going to be it's going to be really um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, right? Really informative stuff too. So, all right, any other takers? Anybody else want to show off stuff? <laughs> cool. And Spirit, you're working. Uh, so, oh yeah, I mean, I've been I've been drawing. I, I mean, I, I've I been uh, working on the head book, um, the head port portion. I just I'm just working right this second. So yeah, of course. No, I believe you. I think that's um, that's something you know, like uh, I've been doing um, doing a lot of tattoos. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I did a, a I'll show. I'll, I'll I've been working on I've been working on this actually. I'm like I'll. So I'll show, I'll show this little thing. Oh. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can show this. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, not much, but uh, not much to show. But here, I'll show this little. I've been. Uh, Oh, that's cool. I've been, doing, that's really <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've been doing like little studies of Legos. You know what I mean? Like, so again, um, I, so this is, so this is like, a, I think like this, um, you know, almost uh, like 
it's been very complicated, right? You know, trying to kind of capture the, you know, sort of monochromatic feel almost of it, you know, but it's, it's so interesting, like this single, this single hue, this, in this case, like this lavender, uh, you know, sort of block, it's like, it has a lot of different, you know, colors and there isn't any, you know, there isn't really any black, you know what I mean, in it. So the really dark tones, um, sort of pushing it with the darkest blues I have and, and, um, and we're using colored pencil. I, I love using colored pencils. Um, there's, they're very unforgiving. <laughs> it's like, they're very unforgiving. Um, but, uh, you know, and it's sort of this layering process. Um, the paper. That's a great will... idea to, uh, to draw some Legos. That's uh, that's a really great way to like decipher edges and stuff like that. That's a that's a good. I'm thinking I'm gonna do something like that too. I'm gonna yeah, maybe try to see if I can draw my daughter's blocks or something like that. <laughs> it's it's very challenging. The simple things, you know what I mean, can be super but, duper challenging. Yeah. And um, you know, so. But you know, I think a lot of the things that we've been talking about in terms of like you know, like you're saying, you know, these shapes they're sort of wedged together, a cylinder wedged into the block. Um, and then, you know, just sort of trying to, trying to come up with the right tonal scheme that can be, you know, again, you know, really interesting challenge. Um, so again, you know, everybody's doing awesome work, you know, keep up the good work. gang. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something now. So I was Yo. doing a tattoo yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, of a, it was, it was basically just like touching up a, uh, female uh image on a person it was a it was a image of a female on a guy and uh i gotta tell you man when i was doing it i was like oh my god i know what i'm doing <laughs> I'm, you know I was, just, I was like this is the thigh area these are the this is the ribs this is the arm and i you know i was and i even like touched up some of the hands and it's just the, f the, the familiarity that i had with everything was just really astounding to behold let me tell you that's awesome. You've got the power spirit. Really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is. it was good. It was I didn't take any pictures, but I was I was impressed with, you know, the amount of information that I was as comfortable with replicating just because I'd been doing it. And it was all out of my head. It wasn't I, I wasn't looking at anything. That was that was the exciting part. Uh thank you for sharing that. Really. I mean, I think uh um again, it's like you know, there is a lot of power that comes with knowledge. Um, but, you know, I think too, it's, uh, it takes this hard work, you know what I mean? It really takes your yeah. kind of diligent effort to, you know, to really stick with it. Um, and that's, it's. That's what's going to keep I've, keep me coming back, man. That's, that's you know, just those moments right there. It keeps me coming back. It keeps me just keep drawing, you know, and just every day, just doing just a little bit by little bit. And it really, really goes a long way. I, I didn't know it would go this far. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know it would be, um, I don't know. I just, it, it's like magic when it comes together, you know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, well, so uh, I, um, I'm hoping that we can, uh, I'm hoping that we can actually, uh, you know, maybe work on a uh, a self portrait. And it was something that we were we were, you know, kicking back and forth, um, you know, uh -oh. so just for fun. Yeah, yeah, just for good fun. luck, guys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's always this, uh, you know, 
it was always a challenge that you know we would always do when in drawing class is is do a self-portrait so mm-hmm. the real like the real challenging part would be to do it from life in a mirror right? so you look in a mirror and you draw your you draw your portrait um is that you back there in the back it is <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, it looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah i have it it's uh yeah it's um it is it's, it's quite a sight here i'll sh- i will share it uh <laughs> yeah it's it cool i'm from, really uh, happy that you guys um, get to do this today uh hold on all right uh so that's let me try one more time if i can share it share that share okay (laughs) you got a fresh cut for this one what a goofus yeah what a goof well anyway so it's from a mirror right looking at a mirror oh thanks um looking at a mirror and uh and drawing the portrait so um it is uh so it's totally different from drawing from a from a photograph, it's totally different from drawing from life. So I don't really even know. I don't know. I don't even know if it's like, <laughs> no, if it's totally worth it using the mirror, but it offers a whole fresh set of challenges that I think like, so if you're using tools to, um, you know, to measure with, you're also thinking about like, you know, uh, trying to align things. Um, this sort of upsets some of that stuff, right? And it forces you to go through like your own process, like how do how do I make how do I make this work? Um, and then of course too, like you know, like you're trying to try to visually sort of align things, and um, you're always you know you're the subject, so you're and you're always in motion. So there really is a lot of um, enough of that. <laughs> it really is. It's that was a, really it's dope. Really, really challenging. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So, is it a um, pencil drawing? What's that? Yeah, graphite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, looks great. Just done. Thank you. Awesome. Just, uh, just, just one. So, just a, just a two B. Right. Oh, like so, yeah, trying yeah. to get all the range from just that. So, again, to your point, Stephen, about like you know, um, the keeping the keeping the palette minimal, sort of using using graphite in that way. So, I have sets of pencils that like you know like hb through 8b or whatever it's like so um hb is very light it's a it's a very hard leads in the pencil so it makes a very light mark and then 8b or 6b the the higher the number the softer the leads in the pencil darker it gets darker so 2b that's usually the you know the standard school pencil but you can get all you know you can get a really wide range of tone from that and um so that's the uh that would be a part of the challenge too see if you can sort of keep it in that range um and again with pencils on paper it's it's really unforgiving you know like if you go too hard right away you incise the paper like you you leave a mark in the paper it's kind of similar to how you know so if you're familiar with with tattooing doing tattoos it's like if you go too hard and rough at, at first you know you can really damage damage the flesh and um you know could heal poorly you could scar there's all sorts of you know 
issues that could happen with, you know, sort of really traumatizing um, too quickly, right? It's all, <laughs> a tattoo is a trauma. <laughs> so, it is a scar. It will always scar you. It always, you know, it'll always change your the texture. But again, you know, if you, if you too, too exuberant, you know, with it, you can, it's all sorts of issues. So again, it's, uh, so I like pencil and paper, you know, I use my tablet all the time, but returning the pencil and paper, I think can be really, uh, um, be really useful practice for everybody because it, it really teaches, uh, teaches discipline. It also teaches you, you know, you, you're teaching yourself, right? This discipline. And the paper is also, you know, is responding to you and sort of showing you where it is that you, you know, you need to sort of make adjustments and stuff. So um, anyway, uh, so this is what I'm hoping to do. Maybe, uh, so maybe like, since we're skipping next week. Uh, so the following week, sketch up a little self-portrait. You can use a photograph. What the heck? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, but give it a try. I think it could be something that could be really useful. Um, could be a lot of fun. And then again, it's sort of, um, it's always weird, like, you know, seeing somebody interpret, you know, your portrait in a drawing or a painting. It, it is always, it's always a little bit weird. You know, sometimes it, sometimes it feels flattering. It feels like, oh, that looks better than me. And then sometimes it's like, like yeah. that's, is that what I look like? And so again, this might be um, you know sort of seeing seeing what you do you know through your own filter, seeing how that goes. Um, so maybe like reverse the you know take the portrait you know that you're if you're using a photo and and reverse it so that way it's sort of a slightly different um, you know uh, could be slightly different to you or. Um, or the way that you maybe you see yourself, I guess, in the mirror, right? Like we always see ourselves, uh, we're used to seeing ourselves a certain way. Um, anyway, that's what I'm, I'm going to try to do it. There is no try. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going to do a portrait, uh, self-portrait, because it's a challenge to do every year. You should, way back when, that's what, you know, that's what all these great artists and stuff used to always do every year, you know, like they, you do another self-portrait at least once a year, oh, you do cool. your self-portrait. So, um, so yeah, give it a, give it a try. That's going to be the challenge that I want to, I want to lay down for all of us, myself included to try to do that. Um, you know, before the, before yeah. the next time we meet, you know, which would be in two weeks. So, um, well, anyway, so since we're all here, uh, why don't we do a little bit of drawing? Thanks, everybody, for sharing. It was really, like, it was awesome to, um, it really was awesome to sort of see where, you know, that everyone's, what everyone's into, what everyone's working on. Um, and so, um, let me see here. I'll just. How are you coming, bro? The first one is speed. Yeah, it's a little skinny. Okay. All right. I'm working on a gang. Uh, here we go. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you all can see my screen. Okay, so I'm um, just going to practice some ellipses. Uh, let's we'll just get warmed up with that. And then, I'm, you know, we're hoping to go into a couple of uh, you know, maybe gestures a little bit later. And uh, maybe we're working on a head study. could be fun. So Ellipses right, what, is my new uh, jam, man. I got to tell you. Awesome. No, that's Whenever awesome. I need to just do a little, before I do a tattoo or something, I just do that little ellipses, <laughs> well, you know, I was sort of thinking about it the other day. I was doing, you know, I was doing like little small circles as a, you know, I was trying to, you know, trying to fill in some, what pencil do I have here? I like, the, I like this one. I was trying to, you know, I was trying to do some, some fill and it's like, ah, ellipses, right? Anyway, <laughs> practice some, you know what I mean? Do your, do your thing. Um, and remember, right? So an ellipse, right, is, is a, you know, is a long axis and a short one, right? And so this can be oriented, it needs to be, they need to bisect at a perpendicular uh, angle and then bisect, right? So be in the middle of each other. Terrible, what a terrible ellipse. Anyway, <laughs> just go around the circle enough times till it starts to look, there you go. Eh, it's kind of getting elliptical, right? Zoom back far enough. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you get far hey, enough away up? from what's it. Or I'm yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, All right, here we go. So let's work on a one and two and three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, change it up. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 6, Seven, eight. We're doing some research on Goya a lot. Yeah. yeah. What uh? Francisco what have you? What have you discovered? So uh, his black paintings um, are the paintings that he did when he kind of retired to that farm home when he was, you know, going deaf and an old age. Uh, and he used that time to just draw these incredibly uh, dark, macabre paintings. Uh, just as a self-expression of what he's seen in his days. I mean, you know, he's seen um, pretty much when, like, the French took over Spain and he thought that they were going to, like, liberate the Spaniards or just, like, you know, he just thought it was going to be a great time, but it wound up being horrible. I mean, it was, like, mass genocide, there's murder, there's all this type of war. And so he just took all that information and, um, you know, and then I mean, and even that was back in the early 1800s when people still believed in witchcraft and things. Um, and so he would paint a lot of these really like just dark, witchy, esoteric paintings. And it was almost, I mean, it's kind of the first of its kind. I mean, I guess if you could think of like Bosch, who would depict hell and things like that, um, uh, Goya's, Goya's paintings were just really, really, just when you look at them, it just gives you that just dark, feeling and uh i just i just really appreciated it because um 
you just don't really see a lot of that and you know because a lot of the time a lot of the art back then was for royalty and it was for um the church and things like that but when he retired and he didn't have anybody to paint for he didn't have any patrons once he was just left up his own devices he painted all this dark dark stuff you know what i mean um <laughs> really interesting i love goya oh yeah i love yeah. those paintings they're just they're so full of mystery in life Mm -hmm. For such a dark painting to be so full of life, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, well, there's there's that one where it's like uh, it's a, it's one of the gods is eating his children. It's like is, is that one of them, right? Where he's yeah, the Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, yeah, Saturn yeah. <laughs> love that. Mm -hmm. Love that one. Um, hey, good morning, Kyle Olson. It's really great to have you. Thanks for Hi, thanks for Paul. coming. Hello. Morning, everybody. How we doing? Hey, what's up, Kyle? How goes it? I would have joined earlier, but I was fighting with the screen protector, so I put that together before I hopped in. Well, it's it's awesome to have you. Uh, so Kyle is a tattooer and also uh, joins us every Monday night on the subscribers um, with Guy Etchison. And um, yeah, it's, shit, it's awesome to have you, Kyle. Thanks for coming, dude. Uh, bro. Um, yeah, nice thank you. Thanks for having me. No, oh, I'm excited. So um, anyway, we, we were just getting warmed up, you know, with the, we, we do this ellipsy thing, you know, where we, we draw ellipses. Again, it's kind of like, um, uh, <laughs> I, you know, when I use my iPad, it's like, makes it perfect. I can just hold it for a second and boom, perfect ellipse all every single time. But um, it's nice to practice them, I think, you know, it, it's humbling, it's super humbling, you know, because it's, uh, and sometimes, sometimes you really, sometimes you get really close, and it feels good too, you know. So it can, it can also be, I think, really rewarding too. But mm -hmm. any one of these little drawing practices, I think, are, um, you know, I guess to, uh, um, to paraphrase spirit, right? Just do a little bit of it every day, and it can really be helpful. So you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give myself advice here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just do it a little bit. Self it's hard, zero, zero, it's zero hard. one is infinitely larger than zero. Mm. Mm. Amazing. No. I'm finding Amazing. that ellipses practice is one of my favorite things. I'm seeing ellipses in everything. It's like <laughs> <laughs> everything. Faces have ellipses. Flowers have ellipses. Uh, everything yeah. has ellipses in them. <laughs> yeah. They are, it's a, it's ubiquitous. And I think, you know, as soon as like, as soon as you start kind of pointing it out a little bit, you really start to see it everywhere. Right. And I think the same with these sort of, um, <clears throat> we're talking a lot about this, these forms too, these platonic forms, cubes and, you know, pyramids, cones, cylinders, spheres. Um, and again, it's sort of this, it's this strange thing where they don't, they're never like truly perfect right there's always some there's always something um so in this in this way they don't exist really <laughs> you know that was the whole concept is that they existed in some other realm you know and that we're just representing them um maybe this other realm is in our you know is in our imagination we can hold we can hold them as being you know something that you know something that to to aspire to but they don't they won't truly ever be there 
and so on and so forth. But I think, uh, you know, so again, that's a humbling thing. You know, you don't, you're, you can't achieve it, but you have this sort of drive to, you know, to try to represent. And so there's a, um, there's something fruitful that comes out of the failure. Does that make, does that make sense? Right? Yeah, that's a good always way to look fail. at it. Yeah, you're always going to fail, but it's something I don't know if you've ever seen Toy Story, but there's a quote from Toy Stories that I'm not fault or I'm, I'm not flying, I'm falling with style. Yeah. No, I I feel that way often. So just this it's the style part you gotta work on. I guess if you you know, if you do it a, if that's yeah, you know, if you do it enough times, you know, you fail you fail a certain way enough times and that becomes your style, I suppose. That's the I've heard that somewhere. So but anyway, um outstanding. Really outstanding. Um so I had another, I just had like another um, thing to show real quick. Let me, uh, let me see if I can share. Let's see if this will let me share. Okay. Okay. Give me one second. Don't want to. This is I'm sharing this again on accident. <laughs> so, I didn't mean to uh, share that, but ah, so maybe this, maybe this time it'll let me share this. Yeah. Okay. All right. A little bit light, but hopefully you can kind of see it. Um, oh, nice. So this is a this is a head study uh, done from life, but the point is is that you know sort of showing sort of the basic construction of you know how how you can sort of move through um you know developing developing head study again like we're going to trace from photographs a lot you know what i mean i think that's and there's a there's certainly an art to that um something that we were kind of covering in our group this last week uh sort of using using photographic reference and tracing it and you know developing a line drawing from it but if you want to work from life, which I think can be, again, this uh, very fruitful activity, very, you know, um, very rewarding. Uh, there's a few, a few sort of approaches that you might find very useful. And so um, if I can kind of zoom in, I'll just zoom in on this, on this face here, because I think that can be, um, uh, Hopefully this can be like a you know useful demonstration. So what I've what I have here is like is a grid, and so right down the center of the face, right of the head, um, drawn a, a vertical line. And I've measured out, uh, um, in particularly, like one, two, three, four, uh, four proportionate segments. One of these segments corresponds to the the uh, the top of the hairline, right? There's a there's a little bit more in the head, right? There's so there's a little bit more, which is the very top of the cranium, or could be the you know some hair as well. But the hairline itself, top of the forehead, brow ridge, 
you can see that's this intersection here. This to me, I think is the most crucial uh, proportion to mark off right here under the nose, right? And then to the chin. Again, I think you're gonna find, you know, everybody's a little bit different. And so um, it very well might be that your, uh, you know, that your subject uh, could differ. I don't know if I can mark. I like your um, facial plane for the cheekbones. That's the, always one of the areas I have a challenge. A challenge with. Oh, thank you. Um, it's uh, so we look at a skull, you know, we can, we can see it quite clearly, but um, we've got a, we've got this, the, the, the facial mask, the mask of the, of the face or the head itself, um, the cheekbones are the part that forms your orbits, right? It forms the, uh, the inferior plane of your, your orbital sockets where your eyes are gonna, your eyes are gonna fit. And then the brow ridge is this superior part. It's the, you know, the upper part of your orbits. And so <clears throat> the, uh, Structuring them in, I think, like as planes is a really great way to start. And then you can always add a little bit of softness to the shading and stuff. I think that's that's a really it's a good approach, you know. Um, and so there's a symmetry uh, that we've, you know, that we're, everybody's face for the most part. Uh, again, you're going to find people are, are different from this. But um, maybe it's that idealized thought, like everyone is symmetrical. But there's there's certainly this... There's certainly this attempt, the body attempts to make a symmetry, right? There's a, um, as you're growing. So, um, and then there's going to be little, you know, there's going to be little differences in everybody, right? That, that perfect symmetry probably doesn't exactly exist, but, um, anyways, uh, right. So their proportions I'm talking about, uh, mentioned them briefly last time here. Let me see. Yeah. I think, let me see if I can do this. Maybe this will help. Uh, uh, the, yeah. Cool. All right. I'm just going to load this picture up into, um, into my iPad. So that way I can draw in a little bit. Let me see here, copy photo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna ah, add it, paste, got it. Cool. Thanks for your patience, everybody. Now, Weird. Uh, ah. So I'll share my iPad screen again. Maybe. It's getting there. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. Okay. <laughs> it's warming up. Uh, it needs its cup of coffee warming in the morning. All right. So yeah. So this right. Um, 
So again, so this section here, I'll use a different color. So this section here, right? So it's the this is that corresponds to the hairline. Right? Brow ridge. Nose. It's the bottom of the nose, right? Chin. And so what all these have in common, right, is that they are they're equal distant from each other. Mm, okay, so maybe you you check them out yourself and you find that they are just ever so slightly, you know, one differs from the other. This is just a place to start. This is just a place to start. But uh, again, it's the same thing as that symmetry question, right? Like, you know, it's these are probably never perfectly there and they're probably also just like somebody's face isn't perfectly symmetrical. But um, so having this, uh, uh, um, having having these proportions as a place to start, I think can you know can get you in the in the ballpark. And so you can transpose this to um, you know three quarter view as well, right? Or I think do I have a profile? Yeah, a profile view as well. Um, and sort of just starting off measuring these out can give you a place to start. So that way, you know, like your proportions don't get out of whack. Again, if you're tracing from a photograph, you know, you won't have this issue, but if you're trying to draw from life, a, a head study, you know, somebody's sitting there in front of you, you gotta start somewhere. So giving yourself some guidelines will really help. So um, doing a little bit of measurement as well, I think can help. And so measuring off uh, you know, comparison of like, all right, the overall height, right, of this, of the head, as compared to, you know, what is the, what is it, how does it compare to the width, right? So it's, if I measure the width, I'm looking at it, if I take that, and I, like, roughly this amount, right? This is like, let's see if I can uh, differentiate this a little bit better, right? So width, well, this is the width. Right, it's this wide. You know, if I turn it that way, it's this wide to this tall. That's sort of a relationship. Again, this is you know, so you find a proportion, and this can help you. Um, again, you can you can break this down a little bit, and you can measure even further. You could say, all right, so the edge to the center, measuring from the from the middle out, the inside out. Take that relationship, and you compare it, and it's like, well. How does it relate? It's a it's about it's about corresponds to roughly there, right? This overall width is you know is the same as your your measurement, your proportion to the brow, right? You're gonna find all of these relationships uh, as many as you want to find, right? You keep looking for them. You can you can keep going and going and going. Um, you can also, uh, I think, find triangles as well. This is something that, you know, if you look at Leonardo da Vinci, for example, he really used a lot of, uh, used a lot of this sort of, this triangle idea. And so, you know, you can align this sort of, there's a triangle there, right? Right between that, so the base of the nose to this, right? There's another one right here. 
So one kind of corresponds to like, you know, sort of the nose. The other one kind of corresponds to the cheekbones. Um, probably, you know, wherever the sternal notch is, there's probably another sort of triangle that fits, you know. So again, anatomy, it relates to itself. And, you know, if, if you're looking for it, there very well might be, you know, a pattern that you can can relate, right? You can relate. Yeah, that. that's fascinating. Look at that. <laughs> Thank you. No, well, you know, it's like, so um, I didn't invent, I didn't invent any of this, of course, is, you know, it's not my discoveries at all. Um, but there is a, I think there's a real, um, there's a real approach that you can take uh, that can help you. And so I think the thing that I want to really foreground is like, when you're starting off a head study from life, which I hope, you know, if you're going to do this self-portrait project, either way that you, I hope that you, you give this a try, right? Could you so put start off. Where you that? Could you put the triangle part back up again? Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah, there's a, no, no problem. Um, so, uh, so if you, you start, start off with the head study, right? Start with the center line. Start off with a center line. I think that's really going to help you, right? Uh, again, um, you know, profile might be the simplest way to go, right? So if you're, if you're, you only have to draw like one half of a, you know, the face, and then you know, then of course the, um, you know, the back of the head too. But um, you know, if you're going to draw the face sort of front on, this can be a really great way to go. Start off with a center line, and then this would be the second. This would be the second move right here, the brow ridge. So the anatomy here, uh, what we're going for is called the glabella. But you know, I think the important part is it, it's where this, it's where the nose and the brow kind of intersect each other. Right, that's really what you're looking for. Not your eye line, right? That's what's really interesting. You know, is just side note, is uh, is your eye line, generally speaking right, should be about at halfway, right? This, where, where eyes are, should be approximately half of the overall, you know. So if you're looking at your eyes, you know, from the corner to inside corner to outside corner, and then across, that's about halfway up, up roughly. Um, so get rid of that. But don't go for, I mean, you know, I, you can go for that first, I suppose. But the, you know, um, uh, starting starting with the brow ridge, I find, I find is a really, uh, you know, uh, I think it's a really effective way to go. It helps, it helps me out a lot. Um, so anyways, uh, start with center line, brow ridge. And then, of course, you can start to measure off like. I think a little bit start to measure off like so the, the hairline right the nose and then the chin again you'll look for those and sort of find out where they how they relate to each other are they you know are they sort of equidistant from one another this gives you the overall kind of just the schema right the schematic for how to lay in the lay in the face so again, you want to measure, right? You'll, you'll, you know, you can measure it and find out, but you know, this measurement, 
like how far out, right? How wide is the, is the head? Do a measurement and figure out, you know, like how wide it is out here. And then you can sort of, you can start to sketch in right, this sort of basic, this basic shape. You'll get, you know, with a little bit of, with a little bit of measuring, right? You can get an envelope that really ought to, you know, help you really ought to help you start, get started, right? Mm. It's going to be challenging, I think. But then, you know, once you've, once you've really started to uncover some of the basic sorts of proportions, right? Then you can, right here, get this, get this glabella in, right? The, the upper portion of your orbits. Um, don't some people also use like a, a circle for like from the top of the head, like through the nose? I know yes. I remember doing that. Yes. So that's, um, like Loomis method. So if we, if we take a, if we take a circle, make it a little, a little thinner. Yeah. So we, if we circle up, no, I want to. Circle. <laughs> yeah, terrible. All right. So we have a circle. Um, so the Loomis method is like, if we're just drawing this same, you know, sort of uh, the same sort of thing, you draw a straight line through it, right? And then again, so you, I, I believe it's like you, you come down, I think that the, it, you can use the circle as a perspective tool and you can sort of and you can make the you can make the the face sort of appear like you know uh like it's looking up mm. right whatever you know we're sort of looking to the side but um but anyway so you measure out uh there right and then so thick Sorry. You Gucci. Right. Then, you know, that you have the same sort of idea. And so uh, what he says is like, you're supposed to chop off, make the, make the sphere flat on these sides here. A little bit bigger. Yeah. Make the sphere like flat on these sides. Um, and then, yeah, this sort of a, then you end up you end up with this similar sort of mm. similar sort of thing. It's a, just a construction method. But um, again, you want to sort of find, right, you can, there you go. You can sort of see those triangles if you like. Uh, and probably, so the, a general sort of uh, a generalized proportion that's often sort of seen with in terms of eyes, like how wide they are. It's like five, you know, however, however big the eye is, it should be like approximately five of those across, right? So, uh, you know, there should be an eye between your eyes. And then half and half or something like that, right? 
Mm. Um, so uh, these these five eyes that you the, these five eyes that you that you have across that should be the width of the head, something like that. But you know, again, you're measuring it. You're sort of finding it for yourself, and you'll see like how you know how how the subject looks that you're trying to you're trying to capture. Um, right, cheekbones, zygomatic arch, uh, nasolabial furrow. That's this little that's this little part between your nose and your cheek. It's this little furrow that you have. Yeah. So I think same sort of, uh, you know, same sort of method that you can kind of use there is the top of the head and then there's sides. Uh, looks like ears are something like just a little bit below the eye and then a little bit below the nose here. Or sorry. Yeah. I, I think it's easier to look and then look at one and, and demonstrate it right like trying to remember it all is like uh is like impossible anyway um so i think if we're if we're gonna jump jump down here to like a profile overall head um you know maybe even push this a little bit forward but like this this spot right here should be roughly it's roughly about you know about halfway, even though I, I don't think my drawing really shows that, but roughly about about halfway, right? So where the where the jaw and the ear uh, meet up, uh, ear is behind the jaw. In terms of like you know front of the face, back of the head sort of situation. Um, so again, if you're looking at a reference, you're looking at a subject. It's a it's a place to start, right? So. Um, so yeah, that's the that's really all I wanted to you know I wanted to sort of go over some of that with you, and you know think about like as you're approaching your subject and you want to draw it, break it down, right? Don't just go for a detail and try to you know work it out. Try to try to structure it out. Again, I think thinking about in terms of like um, you know center line. And then measuring from the inside out. So from you have the center line and then center <laughs> center line, and then you measure from the you know from from this inside point to the outside, and then you compare it. That's I think going to be you know a useful part of this exercise that really could help you. Um, yeah. So I hope that was I hope that was fun, and I hope that was like um, informative as far as like developing. You know, you want to draw from life, draw this head study from life, you know, give that, a, give those methods a little bit of a try. See if that, see if that doesn't help you. Um, because again, it's like, you know, it's like you're looking at a human face. It's very complicated. How do you start? How do you break things down? Start on the center line, brow ridge, the, you know, where the, where the, the eyes are going to go. Put a, Put, make a place for them before you get into the details of eyelashes and, you know, like the highlight on the eye and stuff like that. That's the stuff you want to do, right? That's the stuff I want to draw. But I've got to like, I've got to do all, lay all the groundwork, lay all the foundation down first before I can get to that, that part of it. Does that make sense? Mm. I think, yes. uh, it, that's, again, this is just a, um, 
some people draw i mean some people draw the the opposite way i've just said <laughs> you know, some people just they start off with the uh, you know with the eyelashes lucky um, them <laughs> yeah well i'm not going to say it's wrong to do i mean they, you know like i've seen it done it's beautiful um uh, this is another approach that i think is more uh, I, I think is more approachable if you will so um you know give it a try have a get a good reference and start to you know start to try to try to deconstruct it break it down into some parts and put it together lay out some lay out some groundwork for yourself and then you'll have a really great stage for all of the detail work that you want to do right i hope that's i hope that makes sense because i think that's something that like um da vinci says to break things down into parts oh, mm. do, do it. good yeah. yeah yeah with his five eyes across thank you sammy exactly <laughs> so we've got this you know we've got correspondence here i think there's a lot of uh a lot of thoughts you know that are you know, we you bring into this these practices how um you know it's just a it's it's just it's an ancient subject right that as old as people are you know <laughs> drawing a face is so interesting so challenging and so it's a, and again it's sort of like this idea of like some other reality where these things exist and we're representing well you know like we're representing you know reality appearance itself so representation is always it always falls short Oh. But there's going to be like beauty. Yeah, there's going to be beauty that's going to, you know, emerge. And, and um, you know, there can be, I think there can be, again, a lot of, like, fruitfulness from, from this inherent failure. So... Do you think that, uh, um, you know, just with the advent of technology, do you think that we're ever going to get there? Like, do you think that there will ever be a time where we're just able to draw something so real to where even, you know, our eyes are 100% deceived. Well, um, I think that like, there's a, so there's a concept called trompe l'oeil. And uh, um, trompe l'oeil means to fool the eye. So this is something that's been going on for a long time that like there can be images, especially paintings work well with this, mm. that where it does fool the eye. It's a painting and it fools, it, like it does, it, it fools you into thinking that it is real. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the, moment of, the moment of like enjoyment comes out of realizing that it's not, that it isn't real, <laughs> that you've been fooled. You know, mm -hmm. that's really like this moment of enjoyment that, that, that we get, right? That you, that your eyes have, have I've lied to you. <laughs> yeah, hey, and I yeah, guess, you is. know, the brain is pretty easy to fool. Yeah, isn't right. there a concept where your your mind fills in what's not there because it wants uh, to make total sense of it anyway, even if it's yeah. not quite perfect? Yeah. I think I do that all the time. I see things and things that aren't even there, but my mind <laughs> is putting it together because it wants to make sense of it. It's mm, a good point. Yeah. So it's almost like our mind makes it real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like hyper realism. Like 
if you look like I've seen some drawings or paintings where it's just like, oh yeah, that's a photo. And then like you zoom in a lot <laughs> and then it's like, oh no, that's not a photo. How long did that take? <laughs> right, yeah. It's a, it's a representation that fooled you into thinking it was another type of representation, right? So it's, kind of a, it's interesting, you know, it really is. Um, yeah, we're, you know, we're reality, our vision, it, that's what, you know, if you, if you have vision, you're going to mainly sort of, um, you're going to mainly sort of associate reality with, you know, the visual stimuli that you're receiving, but it's mediated, right? Like you're, like we're all talking about, like your mind makes it real, your mind stitches together, you know, the images that, 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 that you see, right? And yeah. And your imagination tells you what they are, you know, because, because of course science tells us that like, you know, things are likely made out of atoms and, uh, and, and then subatomic particles and, and then basically nothing, right? It's just, you know, it's just vibrations, <laughs> you know, but, uh -huh. but we see this coffee cup and it means coffee cup because I've, you know, because it's, because my imagination tells me that that's, that's what it is. It, it really does hold coffee. But is the coffee but, real? Right. Again, there's this sort of, you know, it, it is, it is what it means to you. Right. But it, it's, but it's something else. It's something else too. You know, it is also something, it is also something that's, uh, you know, uh, as, as a subject, you know, it's inexhaustible what it could actually be. Right. You can always go, you can always go even micro, 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 further, further, further down. And you can, you can go back to macro and look, yeah. look as big as you want. Right. Because then there's even like the impressionists once once they get involved, because it's like you don't they don't have to represent what is there. They could just make you feel something that you know a sunset make you would make you feel. Yeah, because it's yes. all colored with your point of view, like the coffee cup. If you don't drink coffee, it's meaningless. But when mm -hmm. it's more mm, warms your hand and it tastes so good, you get a whole different view of what a coffee cup is, right? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Your 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 experience will inform, yeah, like what you, the way you perceive things, certainly, yeah, certainly, yeah. So will we ever get to the point where, like, um, you know, representation can replace reality entirely? I don't know. There are movies about that. That's how you wind up in the Matrix right. <laughs> or the Metaverse. Right. I think there. It's a whole new world that they're they're doing there where you're in it and you, what you look at is like you're in that room and you're seeing what is in that room from your point of view. Of that. It's yeah, it's quite a field of study. They've completely, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, they, they've completely um, CGI'd characters into the Star Wars films that have passed away. And that's what they're doing oh. to you. True. That's right. That's right. You get better and better at it every time. I think the, yeah. the biggest thing that stops that is the like computer capacity for that. Because mm. like they can they can generate the the graphics, no problem, but it's that every single person would have to have that access to that amount of power 
mm-hmm. and that would probably like blow up. <laughs> oh, wow. Blow up the planet if everyone had it running at the exact same time. <laughs> oh wow. <clears throat> We better just draw on paper. Yes. <laughs> yeah, stick there to paper. Stay out of Not me. Draw on paper, draw on skin. Yeah. Canvas, all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but also, um, there's, uh, you know, the only constant is change and all of that, right? You know, it's, you know, that might even be sophistry. But at the same time, you know, it really is. It really is true, right? There's, you know, you you never step in the same right? river twice, right? Yeah, sophistry is the uh, is what's uh, it like is what you place in, you know, as the truth, right? It's not interested in, you know, if you're not interested in truth, you're just sort of interested in sort of, you know, like claiming something as true. Uh, then you're then you're in this realm of of what what's called sophistry. But so I think that. The point is, is that like the as the conversation never ends. You know what I mean? There's always, there's always another point to be made. There's always, you know, there's always something more to be said. There's always something more to learn. So that's the point of it. Is that you know, it's like that your uh, point of this, right? The point of our group, I think, is that we're uh-huh. we're sort of we're really interested in in you know in learning about art. But by extension, we're also learning about ourselves. And so, and you'll never, you'll never, you know, fully know it. I think it's, that's, that's the, that's the absolute knowing is that you'll, you know, there's always something, there's always something more that you can get out of it. So Maybe you should call your, your show, um, Drawing and Philosophy of Art for Tattooers. It's that's uh, hopefully hopefully that's two on the nose, right? Hopefully we you know we we lure you in with the drawing part, and, uh, but it's a trick because we, <laughs> we, we really want yeah, we really want to indoctrinate mm-hmm. you into our into our oh. cult. So no 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 no, it's um it's really fun. I think to to it's almost natural that art leads to these bigger conversations. Yes. Because pictures really show what can't be said. It can't be written. You know, it's, that's, it, it's what's in a picture. So as we make them, we try to talk about them. It's going to become idiosyncratic at some level. It's going to become something that's like, you know, uh, it, it's going to be about a quality that, that, that I can't otherwise, you know, that we can't otherwise describe and there's no way for me to purely get out like what it is that I would mean to you, right? Put it from my head into your head. It just can't can't actually happen until Neuralink. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and the Vulcan mind belt, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe again. It's like. Uh, We'll have to wait and see, I suppose. But um, well, this has been uh, so much fun, you know, drawing with you all. It's been a, an incredible year of, um, you know, of doing this. Um, just about uh, we're we're just over thirty episodes now, so you know we'll be at a we'll be at the year mark pretty soon. But but twenty twenty two was uh, um, very interesting. 
And mm. I'll certainly, I'll certainly never forget it myself. So, um, but it's time to, it's getting time to move on. Good. So going to be, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Well, you know, also it, uh, it's almost winter time. <laughs> it hasn't, actually hasn't, winter hasn't begun just yet. So really? Well, there's snow here. Yes, there's <laughs> snow here too, but. But winter, I think, starts on the, I believe it starts on the 21st. So. Yeah. Anyway, is that right, Amber? Yeah, Yeah, it's either the 21st or the 22nd this year. I'm not sure. My calendar's on the other side of the room. <laughs> right. So it'll be, uh, yeah, it's going to be, um, it'll be a winter full of challenges and, you know, hopefully triumphs as well. But, you know, I am uh i'm excited about the you know the future and um and so i hope everybody has a great end of the year right happy holidays um i'm gonna work on my you know self-portrait and i hope that you all do too again it's 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 for fun it's it's for the challenge i think what's always just like you know just like laughing at my self-portrait earlier <laughs> i think it's that's a part of uh um, that's a part of the fun of it, right? Is to sort of, you know, is to, is to have, you know, have a lighthearted approach and, and uh, to enjoy it. So I hope you get a chance to work on it. Um, whatever media you like, you know, it could be uh, in graphite on paper if you want, colored pencils, or you could do it digitally. I don't think it's, uh, I think the, you know, um, the benefits would come from, you know, from approaching it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that'll be the that's going to be the assignment, and um, and and next next year, um, I'm really hoping to you know I want to start to give a little bit more, mm, you know, a little bit more form to what we're doing, but it's probably time to start talking about color, right? Uh -oh. Really discuss tonal value, you know, in depth, but I think talking about color theory. Um, can be so useful, you know, it could be so uh, empowering. And so, and I'm sure, you know, like most, if not all of you have some familiarity with color theory. I hope I can add to this conversation and, you know, uh, share things that you're, um, that will be useful. But again, you know, like, um, you know, keep bringing this credible work. It really is what makes the show, you know, what it is. So, um, I want to thank everybody for coming today. It really was great. Kyle, so great to have you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, Thanks for having me. Do you have any work you want to share with us? I, I don't want to, I, just, I, I feel like I've, I have uh, neglected that. If you want to, if you have anything you'd like to share, um, please. Let me see what I can find. I did this mountain scene um, that yeah. I was super stoked on. Let's check it out. Um, bring it up. It take me a second. I got to bring up OBS. Um, I definitely want to do like a second pass on some, certain things. Um, one thing that I uh, that I learned about uh, was when I was working on the mountains. Um, the darkers, like I need to be pushing my darks a lot more. Um, I have that too. Yeah, yeah. I get so worried about going too dark with things that I end up like shooting myself in the foot. Um, let's see here. I, I have an issue. I just can't get. Sometimes I can't get dark enough. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah, and see them like have that that that. Here, let me. Uh, I'm gonna pin it bait. for everybody. Let me. Mm -hmm. Let me. Oh yeah, let me, sorry. Yeah. Let me pin this. Yeah, so we can check it out. Yep. Cool. Um, but I get that debate going back and forth of like, do I just use solid black and then just kind of fan it out, or do I just do like an eighty percent gray? Um, to get close to it, I, I'm not sure. You know, I, I'm still working on that. I'm still trying to learn on it. But regardless, it was it was a lot of fun. It looks really nice. That's beautiful, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. That is, that's stunning. Thank you. I really like the use of, the use of light and just like it looks like negative space in the mountain area. Mm -hmm. And like you use the, um, the chiaroscuro effect to put that darkness behind it to pop it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And really learning hey, to creature. like work with the skin tone and pushing those darks for like the light lights and stuff like that. That's that's been a trial in itself, but. Yeah, that's one of my recent pieces. It's a nice floor too. Yeah, it's bonkers. <laughs> the floor is nice. Looks like you're standing on water. Yeah, it looks like an aquarium. <laughs> yeah, that whole it's beautiful. Is crazy. It looks like the so there's like a kind of a, uh, it's almost like fluid sort of like the way the trees are. You know what I mean? Kind of like mm -hmm. a, it's very. There's a lot of there's a lot of like movement and flow to them, um, so it's it's really interesting and beautiful. Um, long did it take? I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. How long did it take? That's a good one. Oh, how long did it take? Mm -hmm. um, the trees down, I think, took me about four, four and a half hours, and okay. then the mountains and the, the the silhouetted trees and stuff like that I, that took me around. About four, four and a half, so around eight to nine hours. Now, is that something you do up ahead of time and worked on the prep, you know, to how you wanted it to look? And yeah, maybe yeah. yeah, so that would take a long time too, just drawing it. Yeah, well, it was like some, you know, Photoshop and some pictures together. And then um, the, the silhouetted trees are just silhouetted trees, so I just drew those on. Um, you drew the trees on? Not the, not the ones next to the bear, the smaller ones, the silhouetted trees. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah there's no way. In, like, I, I can do like the whole freehand tree thing, but I feel like it just becomes really repetitive and I kind of have trouble like with that organized chaos that nature already is. So, I think I, I, the only thing that I want to mention because you were, you were just bringing it up and, and that was the, um, you know, like, uh, like, keeping there like an 80% gray or something in the back. I think that's a really good idea just to, to, to provide that atmospheric perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, really keeping that full range, like in the foreground where the, you know, it's like the white bear, you know, uh, and is, you know, it's very stark against the really dark background of the trees. I think that's really effective. Mm -hmm. And then like, so push that dark really, you know, to the full extent and then in the background yeah i think you can let it i think you can let it be a little bit softer again with a tattoo it's like it's tough because you know you want it to have enough strength to last for mm -hmm. you know for someone's life yeah. um but i think uh but i think you know i think you really achieved like a really great balance here and mm -hmm. so i i you know i think you're i think you're you are pushing the darks in a really in a really great way um really smart but yeah, but I think it's, it's easy. And this is, you know, something that I, you know, I definitely struggle with is, 
it can be easy to to you know if you add too much value to the background let's say um you know it can it can it can bring it forward right mm -hmm. rather than push it further back so um you know i think i think with in this particular piece i think you've really like achieved a really great balance and so um and, and again, only... i think there's so I need to no, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I want you to, I want you to participate, please. Um, is the so the darks is the darkest dark right above the bear, or is there also that same dark a little bit in the mountains? Uh, that's that same dark in the in the mountains as well. Because like looking at like other tattoos of like nature scenes and stuff like that, like it it it's it's that really hard balance between that atmospheric perspective. Cause I really tried pushing the atmospheric perspective with nature scenes and stuff like that. And when the mountain falls back, you make it a little bit lighter and it doesn't always come across right. It almost, it doesn't sell it as well as it could. So with this one, I really, you know, if it was dark, I push, you know, saw black um, on it and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so there's, there are certain spots in the mountain that are uh, solid black. Um, there's a lot more black in the trees and stuff like that, but. Well, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, um, I think you're on the right track as far as like, you know, how you're, uh, you, there are different needs and concerns with a tattoo. You know what I mean? There, it, had, it does have its own sort of needs and concerns. Um, and, but I think too, you know, I would just, like you said, trying to work towards that balance of keeping atmosphere, like you want to create this depth, right? You really want to give it the, the depth, you know, you will need to, you know, we do have to obey the, you know, this hierarchy of value, you know, as, as the value goes back, like the light, you know, the lights get aren't as light, you know what I mean? And the, the, the darks aren't as dark. Um, that gives us a perception of depth, but um, but again, I think, you know, as like in this particular piece is really, really, you know, well done. Um, it's beautiful. Um, so, yeah, just, I, you know, I would see it when it's healed up and see what you think then. It's always, you know, it's always great to see black and gray when it's, you know, when yeah. it's all healed up and settled in. And that way you can get a much better, uh, um, a much better idea of um of what things look like, you know, of how they, of how they work. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I'd love to see it when it's healed up too. So me too. Me too. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That was, yeah, thank um, you for that was very cool. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Again, thanks everybody for sharing. It really has been, um, it's really great to see everybody's work and see, you know, what everybody's into, what everybody's up to. Um, and it also, you know, it makes me, it makes me want to try even harder. You know what I mean? It really does. I'm, I, I get inspired, right? I get inspired by you all. It really, you know, um, makes me want to, makes me want to do um, it, my own interests, right? I'm, you know, like, again, I want to like, I want to grow, but also I want to like get better at the things that I'm, you know, doing as well. So, because um, there's so much diversity here, everybody's sort of into their own thing. And that's really kind of the, I think the strength of it. So, okay. Well, thanks everybody. Let's do some sign offs and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call this, uh, we'll call this episode done. So,
Kyle, let's start with you. Could you tell us uh, tell us where you're from and how we can find you? Um, uh, my name is Kyle Olson. Uh, I live out in Tucson, Arizona. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at uh, Olson underscore tattoos. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, but yeah, on it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Elise, let's go with you. You're next on my screen. All right. Uh, I'm Elise Morrow. I'm a 3D artist, and you can find me on Instagram at uh, Technodreaming. Awesome. Thank you so much. And great work. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Harriet, you're next on my screen. <laughs> uh, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody. Um, you'll find me here on the uh, 2nd of January. <laughs> Thank you. Steven. Steven Jesse. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Steven Jesse. And I'm from uh, Virginia. Thanks, Stephen. And awesome tattoos today, dude. Seriously, it was yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, super you, duper <laughs> awesome. Awesome stuff. Man. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Amber. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you have a great holiday and get everything you want, corporeal and non-corporeal. <laughs> I'm Amber Morgan. I'm from Mays Landing, New Jersey, and you can find me on all the sites under Amber Morgan. Awesome. Spirit. Yo. Um, I would like to say thank you to everyone, as usual, for making my life more complete by being members of this little art coven that we got going on every Monday. Um, I like that. Uh, I like Art Coven. I like that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, you can find me at Tattoos by Spirit on Instagram, Tattoos by Spirit on TikTok, and TattoosbySpirit.com. Outstanding. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and um, yeah, and thanks again, everybody, for coming really is um it's it's i really look forward to it so hope to see you all again uh in in just two weeks january 2nd mark your calendars um for our next episode of drawing for tattooers uh, i'm james wisdom you can find me on instagram at tattooing wisdom and tattooingwisdom.com uh thanks again everybody let's do those self-portraits uh so happy drawing and i'll see you next stream all right. Bye. Bye.